Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations like rainbows and ropes or fruity and gummy or chewy and more chewy? That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts. Dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. If he finishes second in the primaries to Donald Trump, that is such a cinderella story. That is such great news for the Republican Party. Well, not the establishment, but for people that vote Republican, whether they agree with all the policies or they just know what the Democrats truly are, uh, radical communist whack jobs. And I, I think it's great news for the political future. Now, we got a lot of challenges considering that, but this is a man who has emerged from nothing in the political world. I mean, Donald Trump had a bunch of interviews. He'd considered running for president before. There was there was a little polit- political capital there, and it was the name Donald Trump. Nobody'd really heard of Vivek Ramaswamy before he announced his campaign. Nobody really took his campaign seriously. Mainstream media said, "Oh, look at this blowhard! He's talking about abolishing the FBI and abolishing all these federal institutions." And the American people said, "Oh, really? Hmm, I like that." The Republican voter said, yeah, actually, those institutions are really corrupted. Maybe we should just get rid of them. Never backed down, never wavered. And, and, and now I think deals with the media even better than he would have three, four months ago. So he's really starting to hit a stride right now. And if he finishes number two behind Donald Trump, then that is a big story. That is a huge story. It it shows where the heart and the soul and the mind of the American voter is. And look, my stance on this has remained consistent, even though uh, to Vivek's uh, campaign's credit and his own credit, I mean, if I I was a selfish person, I'd say, well, of course I'm going to support Vivek. He's the only one that supported me. Uh, With all the things I've done for Donald Trump leading up to his election, during his election, and yet... um, no, 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 nothing ever from the Trump campaign. I don't even care. I'm not a little dog that needs pat on the head. But Vivek's campaign has reached out. They've shared my story about the political imprisonment and other such stuff. So if I was selfish, I'd be like, oh, man, this Vivek guy, he's patting me on the head. He's scratching me under the chin. He's making my tail wag. I, I love this guy. I'm voting for this guy. I've always said he needs more political capital. So I'm probably still going for Trump. But, but I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm reaching a point now, intellectually, philosophically, that, you know, I, I don't want to be victim of fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I mean, we put Trump in there. And he made all kinds of mistakes. He didn't drain the swamp. 
If I vote for him again and he fails us, then shame on me. Is my hope for a redemption tour legitimate? Possible? Or do we just say, you know what, Trump? We'd love to get you in there. We'd love to have you on a redemption tour, but you kind of blew it. You had your chance, and, well, it's time to, uh, it's time to go with the, the next guy. It's time to give another guy a chance. A guy who's even saying it better than you have. So I got to tell you, I'm not ready because I've got a couple people saying, hey, you know, maybe it's just time to jump on the Vivek train. Just come out and make an endorsement. I'm not quite ready, but I got to tell you, I am leaning to when I go to vote in the Texas primary, giving my vote to Vivek Ramaswamy, and he's earned it. He really has. He really has. But that's another story because we do have some news from the Trump campaign today we're going to be talking about. And it's just so frustrating. It's just so frustrating because when we did the Stop the Steel Caravan, I I probably met a lot of people here in this audience along the way, and we showed the graphs. I mean, it's, it's ludicrous. We showed the graphs of Trump leading in five states all day, all night, and then Joe Biden getting the vote Viagra at 3 o'clock in the morning in five states to put him right over Donald Trump, and then they call it for, for Joe Biden, and then he wins the election. I mean, it's so – I mean, at the very least, if you don't question that, you're just a complete buffoon and you're lying to yourself. And then, and then Trump basically did the exact same presentation from his desk, and now they've released all this new analytical data that they were planning – on revealing and releasing during these court cases, but I think they figured out, as we warned them from day one, you're not going to be allowed to do that. Plus, it looks like Jack Smith and these other deranged Democrats trying to politically destroy Donald Trump illegitimately, it looks like they're not even going to get their case in time. So they may be abandoning that. But so, so Trump just puts out all the new analytical data that just shows how sketchy it is. Clearly, there were a hundred different shenanigans that went on. I mean, just but but just that alone, just that alone that we that we toured the southeast with, just that alone should be enough for anybody with any integrity, with any two IQ points to rub together, would see that in five different states on election night and say, "Hmm, something is wrong here." And yet Mike Pence didn't even have the spine, didn't even have the courage, along with many other Republicans, and now some of even Trump's former lawyers. They didn't have it in them, did they? They just didn't have it in them. So here we are with Joe Biden. We're going to have more on that. Now, this is the ticket. This is the answer. And we've been saying it right here on this show for far too long. And finally... Senator Mike Lee, quote, I will not vote to fund the government until our border is secure. And he has released an official pledge and statement, the Immigration Accountability Project Border Pledge, 2024 Border Crisis Member Pledge. Now, unfortunately, the Republican Senate is like a, a wet noodle, very weak. Very weak. Cannot stand. Cannot stand. But this is the right direction. 
And maybe the House Republicans can figure this out with the likes of Matt Gates and, and Chip Roy calling it out. By the way, the Republican, uh, some House Republican members were down in Eagle Pass, Texas today. We're going to be talking about what they saw and didn't see down there. But it's the game of whack-a-mole that the Biden administration and Border Patrol is playing. We called it out when we were down there. They flood one zone with 10,000 illegal immigrants, and then everybody sees it and hears about it, rushes down there to cover it, and then they move on, and then they flood the next zone. And then they just repeat that process. It's a game of whack-a-mole. It's a game of illegal immigration, human smuggling, Biden border invasion whack-a-mole. So all the Republicans go to Eagle Pass because you just saw tens of thousands pouring through the last two weeks. Now they shut that sector down. Now they're all coming in through the Rio Grande Valley, or now they're all coming in through El Paso or Brownsville or somewhere else because that's the game they play. They know what they're doing. These are professional human smugglers. Ah, ah, the 32-page report includes separate sections for Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Arizona. The source is anonymous, as they should be for now, but all the information is cited, and most is now in the public square. So, it's what we already knew. It's just the zoomed-in data and analytics, not just the graph that shows the vote Viagra for Joe Biden in these states, but specifically, specifically and most obviously in Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. I mean, the the vote Viagra for Joe Biden at 3 o'clock in the morning in those states is so absurd. The level of, of absurdity is so off the charts that you can't even believe that this isn't something the Republican Party is jumping all over. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? It makes you wonder about the members of the Republican Party. It makes you wonder about Mike Pence and Mitch McConnell. Really makes you wonder. Hell, even Lindsey Graham. Even Lindsey Graham came out and said, yeah, there was a lot of fraud in the 2020 election. Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham has more fortitude than Mitch McConnell? My God, Mitch. My goodness, Mitch. Of course, Mitch McConnell is passing out mid-sentence, blacking out while standing at podiums, so he might have some other problems there. But, oh, and you can find those files, the 32 pages, if you need to see further proof, but this really isn't about you needing to see it, is it? This is about the Republican senators and perhaps the media that is four years behind on this deal. But an interesting, because what happens with sites like Politico is that sometimes they kind of accidentally let the cat out of the bag. They'll be in D.C., they'll overhear conversations, they'll have on-the-record, off-the-record conversations, maybe even put one and two together, and then publish something in their story that might not supposed to have been published. And at War Clandestine on Twitter uh, discovered this little ditty. And I think the notion that they need Ukraine as a vessel state 
for their money laundering and military weapons laundering and, and, and Lord knows what else. I think the importance of that is something that we can't quite comprehend just yet, but, but maybe somebody Politico accidentally lets it out of the bag. From the story, in Washington, political paralysis and growing Republican opposition to further military, let alone economic aid for Ukraine, has stymied efforts to pass additional assistance in Washington for months now. Biden has asked for more than $60 billion in aid for this year. That was last year. The whole number since Biden's gotten in in military and financial aid is around $200 billion. But Congress has failed to act. Senate talk, and of course, but, but see, that's not even accurate. They just want more money. And, and when Biden can't get the money from Congress, he just, he just says, well, I'm just going to give it to Ukraine anyway. Or, or they do things like with the NDAA that Mike Johnson let get through, and they just put all the money in there. And they just say, oh, well, if you don't sign this, you, you don't get a military. So, yeah, $60 billion for Ukraine and $30 billion for Israel was in the NDAA because Congress just wouldn't pass a standalone bill, so they just slide it into there. But Congress has failed to act. Senate talks seeking to tie aid for Ukraine and Israel to major changes in immigration policy have so far borne no fruit. Well, that's just not even accurate because, remember, that was, that was what some Republicans were trying to stop in the NDAA and, and this omnibus bill. They said, we're not going to pass it if you have the aid for Ukraine. And then it became, oh, well... We'll have border money in there, and so you got to pass it to secure the border. Remember that whole narrative is, oh, if they don't pass it, then we can't secure the border. Oh, because the border is so secure, which is obviously a lie. So, no, they did get money out of that deal. Uh, continuing, and there's no certainty any package that passes the Democrat-led Senate will come up for a vote or pass in the Republican-led House. Time is now running out. With primary elections starting in mid-January, former President Donald Trump may well seal his nomination as the Republican nominee as early as the end of the month, and Republicans on Capitol Hill will then want to march in lockstep with their presidential frontrunner, which would be halting aid to Ukraine. Now, think about it. It's really not that difficult, ladies and gentlemen. It's really not that difficult. They have sent hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine in cash, not to mention all of the military supplies and aid that have been sent as well. What has come of that money, and military aid. What? What? What fruits? What military victories? Where does the money go? Nobody actually knows. Now, we're told, at the very least, it goes towards paying government salaries in Ukraine and paying the salaries of their military and and then allowing them to buy food and other such things. Hundreds of billions of dollars? Hundreds of billions of dollars? How dumb do they think we are? Where do all the weapons go? Because every time, Zelensky, you have some of these biggest stories 
like this one we're going to talk about today, which is which is one of the biggest stories over New Year's. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of headlines all over the all over the media, and we're talking about hundreds of members of the military and the most trusted source they have to get this information out is is this show is Infowars, and so. <laughs> but my only issue is I wish somehow we could we could just completely blow the lid off this story. And so, um, but this is one you're going to want to tune into, share with your friends and family. Specifically, if you are a military family that was coerced into taking a COVID vaccine. If you've been looking for some good movement in the direction of accountability on this, we've got it. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We've got it. So we're going to be breaking this down in the third hour with Ivan Raiklin and a couple of the military guests that signed this declaration of military accountability, hundreds of signatures. My guess is this thing is just getting started. So that's coming up. Stay tuned. I'm going to talk about what's going on at the southern border today uh, here shortly. But okay, so I, I, I mentioned that now these big stories, I mean, I got some other things that are cooking right now too, and I may be able to break something else before the end of the show. But the point is, we've now reached a, a, a point in time where many people understand that the most trusted source to break news or to give information to is InfoWars. Uncontrolled, independent, truly, we talk from our own thoughts, our own souls, our own minds, which is very, very rare. And we're sponsored by you, the audience. We're, we, we are held to account by you in the audience. We don't have a bunch of sponsors, you notice. We don't run big Hollywood commercials in our breaks. We don't run big fast food chain commercials. We don't run big pharmaceutical commercials. None of that here. We don't have anybody telling us what to say, what to think, what to broadcast. We have to deliver for you, the audience, and then you support us by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. The good news is that we make it easy because we have so many great products there at InfoWarsStore.com. And New Year's resolutions are here. And one of the biggest ones is people wanting to get healthy, people wanting to get in shape. So if you're looking for an edge on that, InfoWarsStore.com supplements are a great edge. So many different ways. So many different ways with all the great supplements. And we did officially announce the foundational energy it is now at an introductory rate, 30% off at InfoWarsStore.com. 
And there it is. Next level foundational energy. 273 milligrams B vitamins for vitality, brain, heart, energy, introductory rate, 30% off. Introducing next level foundational energy from Dr. Jones Naturals, a cutting-edge dietary supplement designed to elevate your energy levels and support your overall well-being. Unleash the power of L-methylfoliate, a potent B vitamin complex to give your body the essential nutrients it needs for optimal performance. So this is brand new to the site. Very exciting about this new groundbreaking energy formula. And it's at an introductory rate of 30% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, it's your support there that keeps us on the air. And so I guess... I'll have to secure my own bottle and give you my own review because, as you know, I'm a product of the products at InfoWarsStore.com, but this one's brand new, so I can't offer a fair review until I try it for myself. So I'll go ahead and do that for you, and uh, we'll bring you that review after I can uh, tell you how great it all is. All right. So then, dealing with the southern border, this stuff is crazy. You know what? I'm short on time here. So let's come back. We'll deal with the southern border in the next segment. Um, This was interesting. High-end... This was in the Daily Mail today. High-end sex ring in Boston and D.C. areas was a honeypot scheme by Russia, China, South Korea, and and then I don't know why they say it like this, or even Israel. It's like, oh, 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 maybe it is Israel. To ensnare U.S. officials, intelligence experts believe. Oh, you don't say. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, honeypotting is very real. I mean, who knows when you're going to... If, if you're ever going to get any truth or information about the whole Epstein... Uh, sex island, cult island, whatever the hell went on there. Who knows if they'll ever release that stuff. That one list that came out years ago, and and now people are saying it's fake. I, I'd never heard of that before. I, I'd never heard it was fake before. Um, but that that came out from court documents years ago. But people always like to pretend like they share it and it's breaking. It's not. They were supposed to release new names. Many of them are going to remain classified. Then they delayed the release. By the way, Jimmy Kimmel responded to Aaron Rodgers talking about the Epstein list on the Pat McAfee show. He says, Dear a-hole, for the record, I've not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list, quote-unquote list, other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think – I'm not Aaron Rodgers, so he can make up his own mind, but I don't know. Maybe I'd, I'd kind of like to see that go to court personally. But I'm not Aaron Rodgers. But it's ironic, isn't it? Your reckless words put my family in danger. That's all you liberals do. Whether it's Donald Trump, whether it's Alex Jones – whether it's vaccines are safe and effective, all you corporate shills do, like Jimmy Kimmel, 
All you guys do is reckless words putting people in danger. Vaccine safe and effective. It's not. Donald Trump colluded with Russia. Trump supporters are racists and xenophobes. All you guys do is promote lies that put people's lives in danger and the country in danger. So all you do. And let's assume that you're right about Aaron Rodgers, which I'm not. But let's assume you are. So that's just so this just means you don't like your own medicine is what that means. But okay, nonetheless, investigators believe a network of high-end brothels operating in the Boston and D.C. areas was a honey trap to ensnare politicians and government officials. Yes. But whether the plot was intended to aid Russia, China, South Korea, or Israel remains to be determined. Yes, we have no idea. We have no idea. We just know that Jeffrey Epstein was a Mossad agent and... We just know that uh, Hunter Biden has deals with the Chinese and the Russians. Yeah. I mean, Alex has probably talked about some of it. I've heard him talk about some of it. I- I've been in high-end bars in D.C. where I'm friends with the bartender, and they and they know probably more about it than, than anybody because they see it. it. You know, a lot of this happens at bars. And the bartender will be like, hey, you need to leave right now. That person's trying to honeypot you. I mean, I've, this has happened. So this is not – and that's just low-level crap. But the point is, this is everywhere. So many members, military, intelligence community, national security, uh, contractors, politicians. This is everywhere. Honey pots, sex blackmail, cheating on wives, gay bathhouses, sex with minors. It's all out there. And they say, oh, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. And then they try to obfuscate, and they say, oh, no, uh, don't look over here with the Epstein stuff. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. And then they just delay, delay, delay the court filings. But they're saying, well, we don't know. The case is ongoing. We, we don't know who was running this honeypot scheme. Was it Russia, China, Israel? I don't think it was South Korea. They're saying the person they caught was South Korean that was the mastermind, probably just a front. That's what the CIA actually believes. A one-time CIA senior operations officer said having the Koreans out front could have been a false flag to give China or another country plausible deniability if the plot unraveled, which now it has. Which now it has. You don't think... You don't think Hunter Biden, who is such a sex addict, he can't keep his hands off of... Well, I mean... Potentially the worst type of situations with Hunter Biden. He films himself. This guy was so addicted to sex and pornography, he had his own Pornhub account. He was filming his own sexual interactions, bragging about him, hiring hookers, filming his, his exchanges with hookers. On his daddy's dime, while he's traveling the country, giving 10% to the big guy. You don't think there's something going on there? You don't think there's any blackmail opportunity there? Give me a break. And Hunter Biden's on the phone, and he's trying to threaten this Chinese billionaire who scoffs at him. Yeah, yeah, Hunter. They probably have videos of you doing God knows what. You can call him all day long and say, where's the money? Where's the money? They say, where's the money? Uh, here's what we have you on tape doing. Why don't you get lost, bud? And tell daddy, we're going to be running a spy balloon over the country, and tell daddy... He's going to let all of our Chinese illegal immigrants across the border easily and tell daddy he's going to release all the strategic petroleum reserves as well. Go ahead and tell daddy all of that. Okay? 
Yeah. That's how that goes. How many members of our Congress are blackmailed? How many members of the military are blackmailed? I mean, look at the freaks Joe Biden is putting in there now. We got guys running around in leather daddy kink outfits. Puppy play outfits. Sam Britton Freed, a, a, a man who can't even help himself but stealing other people's luggage at airports and running around in their clothes. And why isn't this a bigger story? Why aren't more people concerned about this? How is it that, I mean, good Lord, they run fake Russian collusion stories with Donald Trump around the clock for years. And then there's a real situation with blackmail, collusion, the worst type with Jeffrey Epstein on an island and nobody even wants to talk about it as we're sitting here waiting for the information to get out in the courts and the media doesn't even apply any pressure. Explain that one to me. And then there's uh, Bob Menendez. Oh, boy. Democrat Senator Bob Menendez accused of accepting bribes to benefit Qatar in superseding federal indictment. Still a senator. Still a senator. The New Jersey senator was previously charged with allegedly acting as a foreign agent and accepting bribes to benefit Egypt and now Qatar. And who knows where else? This is just the beginning. It's all starting to unravel. Still a senator, though. But George Santos, he has to resign. He's got to resign. He's the worst. And Republicans caused his ouster. But Bob Menendez bought and owned by multiple countries on record and not even, barely even a breath of air in Congress for him to resign. Why is that? Well, it's simple because he's a Democrat. Meanwhile, Republicans are dropping like flies out of the House. GOP Representative Bill Johnson resigns from Congress, leaving Republicans with razor-thin majority. Yeah, who's going to resign next? Kevin McCarthy? Just to stick it to Matt Gates, just to let you know where he really, where he really stands on trying to save the country. <laughs> okay. Well, but but since we're on this, James O'Keefe has just released a new video, and we'll tie all of this into the border coming up in the next hour, and maybe play some of this new video too. But, but first, federal judge rejects James O'Keefe's First Amendment claim on Ashley Biden diary story. Manhattan judge. Go figure. Manhattan judge. And Alyssa Torres rejected the nonprofit organization's constitutional protection claims last week. This decision grants criminal prosecutors the ability to see nearly 1,000 documents pertaining to the alleged theft, alleged theft, it wasn't theft, of President Biden's daughter's personal diary. Now, <laughs> this is crazy because if, if you're just now learning about this, kind of like the Hunter Biden laptop story, Ashley Biden leaves a diary in a house she was renting in Florida the diary eventually gets turned over to members of the independent media and then it gets published. Now, okay, most of the diary is inconsequential enough, except there is one part 
that might make you wonder, and that's Ashley Biden. Here it is. Remember somewhat being sexualized with Caroline. I remember having sex with friends at a young age. Showers with my dad, probably not appropriate, being turned on when I wasn't supposed to be. So so Ashley Biden basically talking about what sounds to be sexual trauma and uh, maybe even sexual addiction at a young age and suggesting it might have had something to do with the treatment received from her father. That's in the diary. What is going on with this Biden family, you know? Joe Biden can't keep his hands off of uh, little children when they come through the White House, even on C-SPAN. He's on the campaign trail hitting on young girls and boys saying, come backstage with me after the event. How old are you? Oh, 12? Oh, yeah. We got a special room for you. Talking about kids rubbing on his legs and his leg hair sticking up. That's Joe Biden. And then the Ashley Biden diary comes out with the showers with Joe. And then the Hunter Biden porn and drug addiction and everything else. But okay, so James O'Keefe, we'll see what happens with this, but this is going to be another politicized case, and they're going to try to shut down James O'Keefe. That's what it is. The individuals who owned the house allegedly sold the journal to Project Veritas when they found it. Now, I would imagine this all comes down to whatever contract or or terms of service, if you will, when she was renting the house, if such a thing existed, because that is what um, John Paul McIsaac with the MacBook repair shop had. He had a terms of service with Hunter Biden, and when Hunter Biden didn't go to pick up the laptop, it became their property. He could do whatever he wanted with it. So I don't know what the situation here is with the diary. John Frankman, I, along with 230 other veterans, commit ourselves to restore our military through holding military leaders accountable. Here's some of the headlines. Over 200 service members and veterans pledged to hold military leaders accountable for vaccine mandate. 231 current and former U.S. service members demand military leaders be court-martialed over forced COVID vaccines. Service members were significantly harmed by these actions. Over 200 service members demand Biden's military leadership be court-martialed and fired for forced experimentation on troops with COVID-19 vaccine mandate, leaving significant physical and mental scars. The mandate enacted in August 2021, Biden was president, led to the forced firing of over 8,000 service members who refused the shot on religious or medical grounds, not to mention those that were forced to take it, which could have led to how many injuries and problems. We really don't even know the numbers yet. And, you know, this is on the heels of, it was a very popular show, I, I, it was starring Chris Pratt, the name of it escapes me, but the entire premise of this show was how the military would knowingly, wittingly test certain drugs or inoculations on the troops and just figure, oh, they signed up for this so they can do it. And if they die, they die. That's fine. They signed up to die in combat potentially anyway. So, I mean, you want to talk about mistreatment. You want to, you want to talk about just total disrespect. Yeah, some military accountability is overdue. So joining us now is Ivan Raiklin. 
and uh, he's helped uh, spearhead this into the media. We're also going to be joined by a couple of the individuals that signed this uh, accountability this accountability note as well, the Declaration of Accountability. We'll have Ivan introduce them. But, um, okay, so we are now more than two years, I guess even three years, removed from the vaccine mandate in the military. Ivan, uh, why is it that we're to this point now? Why do we have a Declaration of Military Accountability today uh, launching at the beginning of this year? Hey, Owen, thanks for having me. I just wanted to let... First off, start off with this is the first time I'm speaking to you other than via text. I want to tell you I apologize that our own government did what they did to you for your First Amendment. And I'm, I respect you a lot for having gone through what you did. And hopefully we can have a longer substantive conversation on, on that. But as it applies to this Declaration of Military Accountability, so it was last year that the NDA was changed in order to rescind the vaccine, quote, vaccine mandate. And the reason why they did that, the Uniparty, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, is because we were gaining wins in the judiciary where the evidence was being presented that the mandate was unlawful to begin with. And as we were getting injunctions, as the evidence was going to be presented before impartial judges, that's when they sprung into action in order to protect and defend themselves and the lawless decisions made by not only Big Pharma, but those in the HHS, FDA, all those different groups as well as the DOD mandate, it would have had to force accountability on them. So they were able to delay accountability by rescinding a mandate. You don't need to rescind something that's unlawful. And so it was essentially an indirect way to say, ah, we fixed the problem. And no, by the way, those of you that we kicked out, the 8,500 or so of you that we kicked out and the 80,000 of us that left early because we weren't going to comply with the lawlessness, uh, you can go ahead and reapply and come back in. Because they realized that they completely foobarred this entire operation. Not only was it unsafe and ineffective, it was actually toxic, as as the uh, CDC's own data shows. At a minimum, 38,000 were murdered due to the jab, right? And everyone is complicit in it. So well, that's well, let me just pause and hone to, in on what yep. you just said here, because we've had other individuals testify to this. There was a spike in death when it came to members of the military, not necessarily from serving, uh, but just sudden illness, cardiac arrest. Uh, do they present some of this data? Is, is this going to be uh, a planned presentation when it comes to this notion that there needs to be court martialing and firings over this? Right. So a lot of the data has already been presented. We have attempted. So amongst all 231 of us and beyond. We have attempted to use the system from within, you know, behind closed doors, within the proper chain of command to address the issues, problems, not only the lawlessness of it, but the uh, unsafe nature of these jabs. And we basically have fallen on deaf ears. And then we went to Congress. And this last year, I've been attempting to get some members of Congress motivated enough to actually hold a hearing specifically as it applies to the DOD mandate. Uh, The best we could get was a uh, a field hearing that a few members that participated in. But we didn't hear anything back from the chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, Mike Rogers from Alabama. Uh, we're going to be coming for him and exposing him because he's probably protecting the military industrial complex. And then also the subcommittee chair on COVID Select, Brad Wenstrup, uh, done nothing about it, right? And so 
after exhausting the executive branch, after exhausting the capabilities that we have in the legislative branch, after being supplanted by the maneuvering by both of those executive and legislative branch for the wins that we were about to obtain in the judiciary, uh, we have we're left with very limited options of, at this point that remain law, uh, lawful, moral and ethical, peaceful and patriotic. And this is what we came up with. Now, I get it. This is not enough for me personally. So there were 231 of us that signed. And so for me, this was di I agree with 100 percent of it. And it's diluted down to a minimal level of accountability that we are pledging to each other to the American people. Can, can more members some sign of this? Us, and, and by the way, uh, Dr. Pete Chambers is with us now, Ivan, if you want to uh, bring him in here for the final 90 seconds of this segment. Yeah, absolutely. So Dr. Pete Chambers, so I'm a Green, retired Lieutenant Colonel Green Beret, right, lawyer. Doc Pete Chambers is a Green Beret doctor, Lieutenant Colonel, that also retired last year. And I, I want to just introduce him that between the two of us and some of the key members that signed on this, we have more information to expose this as being lawless and unsafe than, and as well as Colonel Teresa Long, who's a whistleblower active duty, uh, than probably anybody that's currently serving that enforced this unlawful mandate. All right. And uh, I'm not sure. Did you hear, though, are, are, can more people sign this? Can more active duty or, or veterans sign this and get more weight behind yes. it? Yes. Yeah, so what we have now is a petition. So we're leaving this as an artifact of the original signers of the 231. We reached out to a lot more than 231. Uh, no general or flag officer signed off on it because they were afraid to put their name behind something that had— How are you? I'm doing good, man. It's good to have you here. So uh, expand on what Ivan was just saying there. I would love to. So, uh, you know, I, I, I've been doing uh, Army medicine for nearly 20 years. I came off duty, active duty and guard duty last year. My mission— that I left on, that I was fired from, was as the Operation Lone Star Task Force Surgeon. I was responsible for up to 6,000 soldiers on the border as we commenced Operation Lone Star. Started with 600 to 3,000. I was doing informed consensus prior to the mandates. We knew they were coming. When they came out, when the mandates came out, at that point, I'd already seen some of the damage. I recommended against us, against the mandate. However, you know, rock, paper, rank, I lost. Right. I'm just a lieutenant colonel. So well, while the, the the DOD is implementing a COVID a illegal COVID-19 vaccine mandate, military leaders broke the law and they trampled the constitutional rights of the soldiers that I had under me. And I saw the damage and I have the receipts and I testified in the Seals versus Austin case, which I exhibit exhibit a represents the coercion that took place in that commanders told me directly via email, no, nothing secret, there was no uh, classification of the document, you will recuse yourself from doing informed consents unless you can convince soldiers to do it, because your numbers are abysmal. Well, my numbers were, in my book, not abysmal. We, I didn't know everything about COVID at the time, but I knew that young people weren't being uh, injured by it. I knew that I had 12,500 people walking across the Texas border a week, 1,250 miles of Texas, and I was doing preventative medicine using ivermectin hydroxychloroquine until they took it out of my inventory. So let me, let me get a better understanding of this. So, so it sounds like there was an incentive-driven, um, it sounds like this was an incentive-driven campaign. An analogy would be like if the, uh, if the local police force 
is told they have to get 1,200 people speeding tickets a month, but only 500 people speed, well, then what are you going to do? You're going to force other people into a speeding ticket that don't deserve it. I, I mean, it, was that kind of the incentive here? It wasn't about Thank who needed quickly, to care. Thank you for quickly catching on. I spoke to 15 different stars along the way, and, and, it, and it seemed like I was talking to a tree full of owls. So let me explain this. When I'm doing this, and then the DOD does this, because this is a DOD-run operation. This was Operation Warp Speed. And they paired up with the Defense Health Agency underneath HHS. They flipped it around during the COVID mandates. And then DHS, I'm, I'm sorry, DHA, Defense Health Agency took control. Now what happens to me? I'm down there telling the truth, telling soldiers. I get fired over it, right, doing informed consents. That's, that's no big deal. But what happens is that as soon as they force this, the, the uh, prior to that, there was a um, PSYOP that took place, and the PSYOP looked like this. They sent out memos to all the providers in the state, in the state of Texas for us, and across the country to, to, to get, a, to get a, uh, atmospherics, if you will, of what does it take to convince a soldier to take this. I have the, the receipts on that. Okay, so that is standing by to be used as exhibit, you know, triple C. So... We have plenty of, of information that's already out there. The, the, the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database that suddenly got a glitch 48 hours after it was uh, was presented by Senator Ron Johnson, after I became a whistleblower. So these are things that are concerning because this represents coercion. This re represents illegalities. This re re uh, represents the decadence of which this nation and decay that is heading towards her if we don't stand up. And if we don't do our jobs right now. Well, Ron Johnson was obviously leading the charge, but mm -hmm. was he a, was it like a solo mission for him? I mean, anybody else in no. Congress? I'm going to tell you, I had a good conversation with him early on about this. And my my email address was Nuremberg 2.0 doc. Right. And he said, don't you know, don't send me emails from that in the beginning. <laughs> after, a while, after a while, he was like, you know what? I think you may be right, doc. Now, that's that's because his his feeling, and I'm not going to put words in his mouth, he felt like he had a tin hat on because everybody was, was jabbing at him on the Hill. And I spent a lot of time on the Hill and, and I want to tell you some, with some briefing, some serious people up on the Hill and they're either dumber to box or rocks or they're, or they're coerced or they're sold out. And I don't know what they are. And I don't have the, the probably all of the above, you know, at least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we're going to bring truth, and with truth, we will set the country free. That's my perception of that. Well, and you know, I, I would say this as we go to break, we'll continue this conversation. That is such an important aspect of this story, and while it may seem mundane and trivial to the to the to the large S, you know, you're talking about what we call in our business the most dangerous course of action, right? We look at a spectrum and we say, what do we need to think about most likely to most dangerous? And I'm shifting towards more, most dangerous every day. You know, I work in my day job. We, we, I work in an action tank in Austin where we do action on the border, uh, domestic internal defense. And uh, honestly, uh, I, I can tie the border to, to the cartel in D.C. I can tar tie the border to the, uh, the COVID stuff. Uh, the, the diseases that come across the border, not talking about COVID, the, the faux COVID, you know, release. Um, that was actually influenza that just went down and COVID went up, the numbers, that, that's what that was. It was the shot that's the bioweapon. If we can, we can tie all this together and it goes to me to the corporatocracy, all right? Now, you know, I'm talking like right now how 
five years ago when I was sitting in Africa running special operations missions, I would have said, you're crazy, Pete. You got a tin hat on. But right now, I'm not because I see it. Right. Well, and we need more members of Congress to realize that and not be so afraid of their own shadow and grow a spine. So, So I guess really the direct question I'm asking here is how did big pharmaceutical products and industries get such a stranglehold on our military? I'll tell you exactly how. So when the memorandum of agreement that took place between the Defense Health Agency, that's the military side of, you know, HHS and the HHS, a memorandum of agreement took place somewhere around 2018, right before COVID was a thing. Now you've got a customer-based system because it's literally written in their paperwork, the Defense Health Agency, that HHS is a customer, all right? So now we're wondering, well, then who's monitoring the data now for the damaged military? And that is a company called Unisant, who actually has a, has a satellite in Austin and one in, uh, in, uh, up in Northern Virginia. And that company there is a third-party payer that, that was supposed to maintain with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time (gasps) no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The data of the Defense Medical Epidemiology Database. What does that mean? That's the facts of the numbers of damaged people or people that died from said shots. So now when we look at that, we can follow the money. You just got to follow the money and go, why did Unisant give information directly to Pfizer, information directly to Moderna, Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. To me, that's that's them giving information on how effective or ineffective shots were. So in other words, you're saying that this was a winning, conscious experiment on members of the military. When you create the problem that, and then the solution for it, you have the, the, the double-edged sword of uh, fiduciary wellness. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just how I look at it. You, you created the problem. You said this existed. The numbers for influenza went down. The numbers for COVID went up. In Texas, they told us we'd have 10 million dead in the beginning of COVID. We didn't because I called around to hospitals. They were empty. I'm trying to tell the governor's staff this because I'm working on the governor's task force for COVID. They're not listening to me. They buy a bunch of PCR tests and stuff through, check this out, the uh, the procurement agent for Michael Dell was working right next to me at the desk. He's the one that's buying the stuff from China. It's going into a warehouse in San Antonio. I go down there and look at it, and I say, you got PCR tests from China. Why are we getting these from there? Well, don't worry about it, Doc. 
and they fired me. That was the first time I was fired. Sent me to the border. And I got fired down there. So this COVID thing keeps getting me fired. That's crazy. Now, again, I asked this to Ivan earlier, but let's reiterate. If there's any active duty members listening or or veterans listening that were affected by this policy, militaryaccountability.com. Ivan, how can they get on board? Yeah, so it's an artifact that we have of the 231. But if people want to show their support, go to that website and then go ahead and sign the petition. It's I think we're at 10,000 maybe already over the last 24 hours since it's been up. But the problem is, is that we had there was a DDoS attack overnight that tried to take the website down and disrupted it. And then we saw 1000 signatures being removed. And then next thing we know, as people started to post it up on Instagarbage, I pronounce it and fake book. Well, guess what? Lo and behold, you can't go to that website because it says in order to protect the community, meaning in order to protect those senior leaders that we're going after uh, to create consequences for and then those within the FBI eventually, by extension, that uh, are protecting them, you cannot post militaryaccountability.com on Facebook or Instagarbage. So, I mean, we already know this. You're one of the first ones to be censored. So this is nothing new to us. But I think for most people that weren't in tune the last three years living under a rock, they're seeing their first dose of censorship on a topic that's not even political. What is the excuse that they're saying you can't share this link? I mean, I, I sent your producer a few of the screenshots that you can share maybe up on the screen. Uh, they're basically saying we're protecting the community. Uh, I can go here and take a look here. Uh, I don't know if, Doc, you remember some of the language that they use. But here's protecting one. Try the community. Yeah, because we restrict but of course, certain activities. But of course, see, this is how it goes. Community. It's just like how they get doctors involved. It's kind of like it's kind of like end around blackmail. All these social media companies were involved in pushing the vaccines, too. And so it's like they don't want – oh, whoa, whoa. We don't want people to know that the, the propaganda Wait, we were on, putting let, out there. Let, let me add some nuance to that. So you got to remember that Twitter 1.0's official fact checker was Roy Tards. Remember? Roy Tards, the CEO of that organization, is also on the board of Pfizer, the biggest uh, clot shot distribution company in the world, right? So what are they going to do to protect their emergency use authorized products? By removing people that were – expressing that these things are unsafe and ineffective, right? And so that's what they did, the same dude. And in conjunction with that, we saw with CTL, CTIL files, and then before that, Twitter files. And oh, by the way, we're still waiting on Elon Musk to release the Fauci files. I suspect that as we dig into the direct messages of all those in, that have a Twitter account from the FBI, the DOJ, Big Pharma, White House, uh, let me just name some names. Oh, like, what's his name? Pete Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, Jim Comey, James Cla- Clapper, John Brennan. So the 39 that unmasked Flynn, the 51 that provided cover for the Biden criminal syndicate laptop, those that are on the Capitol Police Board that did the Fed surrection, all of those you're going to see the direct relationships and the communications with. And, and to include those that news garbage, I think uh, Newsweek is one of the ones uh, I sent your producer one of the screenshots. They covered it, actually, in a very accurate manner. My sense is that the mainstream is now picking up on it. They're going to have to address this, and they're walking back that this was a good idea, the mandate. And that includes Paul Ryan's and Rupert Murdoch's little faux news, which covered it in on faux and friends with one of the 231 signatories <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> this is a flamethrower here, Ivan Reglin. Matt Gates supports anti-vax mandate declaration of military accountability. That's red state. 
in uh, an X space. So Matt Gates has commented on this. Uh, any other members of Congress? Yeah, we had we had a Twitter space on this on Monday night. General Flynn actually popped in. Uh, Matt Gates popped into it. it. It picked up about twenty thousand. It wasn't like the one that you did. I think you broke the internet, and then Alex did. But I mean, we're doing our part, uh, following your lead. But it did make its rounds. I think Newsweek, uh, Breitbart, Epoch Times, Gateway Pundit, uh, I th- National Review did a piece earlier. I think yesterday, uh, which is surprising. And in that, it's essentially calling on coming after us. Well, guess what? There's more of us than uh, there are those that are going to be protecting this unlawful mandate. They're acting as though that this letter has says anything out of lawful First Amendment speech. Nowhere in here do we talk about violent activity. Nowhere in here do we try to advocate for anything other no, than lawful, No, this is it's ridiculous. Of course they would insinuate action. that. That's what they do. I mean, but look, look right behind you. You've got all your children's stockings. You've got Foxtrot and Alpha and, and Frank and Omega yeah. stockings right behind you. I mean, why would you ever... Exactly. Come on, man. All right, we, I want you to introduce the next guest. This is Brianna Suspides. Uh, I, I've been introduced, Brianna, to the audience here. Yeah, so Brianna Suspides is one of the... So I represent one of the 80,000 that left early. So we didn't really feel much of an impact. Brianna represents what's known as a involuntary veteran. She was physically, uh, egregiously thrown out of the military for refusing to comply with the illegal DOD mandate. So Brianna. Yeah, so. um, One of the 8,400, if I may add to that. Yeah, I was active duty. I was junior enlisted in the Air Force. and I got kicked out July 2022 with a general, so I don't even have an honorable discharge. I don't have the GI Bill. And that's because I submitted a religious exemption, and it was ultimately denied. Um, but on the in-between, before getting kicked out, I was quarantined so much, over 140 days, coerced, threatened, punished, just so many injustices that happened. So they were torturing you throughout um, the process. When, when you say yep. you were quarantined, go into some detail. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so in Korea, um, they had these things called COVID barracks, and they were actually uh, tapered off barracks where someone with a chemical suit would go in three times a day and give you your meals, and you were in a barracks room by yourself, um, and you had to be there 14 days at a time. Talk about Twilight Zone. But you didn't, did you, were you sick? Did you have a temperature? Did you test positive? Or they just, because you wouldn't take a vaccine? (laughs) So, I mean, it depended. One of the times I did actually have COVID, all of the other times it was for some reason a contact trace, somebody in my office had a cough. There there were a million reasons why they threw me in there. And I noticed that I was getting thrown in a lot more compared to my peers because I wasn't vaccinated. Um, They had a lot of rules for unvaccinated members where we were punished extra. Now, what about, I, I don't know, I've never been in the military. I'm sure there's a bunch of different protocols and process here. This is part of why you have the militaryaccountability.com website and, and what you're doing with this Declaration of Military Accountability. But, I mean, isn't this kind of, uh, I mean, what type of rights do you have against this type of treatment? I mean, this this seems like inhumane treatment that you received here. It It absolutely was. And, honestly, I was asking the same question. I mean, I'm E4, I'm 22 years old, and I'm asking myself, what have I done? Where are the policies to protect me? I was asking everyone around me. I was asking my master sergeant, my first sergeant. Those are the ones that are supposed to protect us, protect our morale and our welfare. And they said they could not help me until I got vaccinated. So these policies were just up to commander's discretion. 
And they were ultimately being broken. And that's why I joined this effort. That's why I'm so proud to have signed this letter, because there was so much wrong done in the military that was just obvious. Just on a policy standpoint, they were not allowed to be doing what they were doing, but they were getting away with it because they were in an emergency status. Well, I can understand a bit with the situation hey, oh, her, that you're her in situation, here. situation? Well, yeah, I, what it I want to. I want to. It I was going to say, I'm infuriated by this too. I'm a bit, I'm a bit empathetic here because I understand, and, and throughout this process, and probably even maybe till this day, you felt suffocated by this. Does this declaration of military accountability give you a some fresh air? Do you feel like you can finally take a breath here? So, it's been a long couple of years. Um, ultimately, I've had to work back to get to a place of just mental where I'm, I'm okay mentally. Thankfully, I have a lot of faith in the Lord. Um, but honestly, it's been, I've been under a lot of strain and this group involuntary veterans, I started it here in the West coast. And then I got to meet people like Ivan, John Frankman, commander green. And I have been so encouraged because these are people that are willing to actually lose their jobs for something that is right. They're willing to go without compromise. That was the biggest issue of my leaders. Everyone was willing to compromise to save their jobs for convenience, whatever it was. And that's, that, that was wrong. So I am, I'm getting back and I'm encouraged by this fight. I'm so honored to be a part of this letter. I mean, I'm just, I was just an E4, right? I'm with all these commanders and like, you know, big time people. So I'm super honored and I, I'm ready to fight. All right. I if Ivan, if Ivan didn't have headphones on, he'd have smoke coming out of his ears. Yeah, Ivan, go ahead. On. So I'm in a position as a Lieutenant Colonel and an attorney. So I, and I'm in the reserve. So I have the ability to push back maximally and apply necessary pressure on those up higher so that they kind of, you know, fall back a little bit. Somebody like Brianna doesn't really have the political network or the institutional knowledge to understand how to navigate to push back appropriately. So I've, that's why I, I'm so thankful that we have a next generation that understand when something is wrong, gut feeling, and they put in the effort to do a little bit of their own research to say that, you know what, my gut feeling is right and the law is on my side. Meanwhile, you have these generals and admirals that didn't spend a single minute researching. You know, like that one governor said, I wasn't thinking about the Constitution when I implemented the mandates. Well, guess what? We did. And now we're mm -hmm. coming for you. Well, and expand on something further here, because I want to be perfectly clear because this is an infuriating situation i mean donald trump did start operation warp speed let's make no uh let's make no bones about that that's the fact uh, but obviously there's been a lot of change over at the military how much of this is donald trump to blame for versus when biden took over this happened i mean where's the where does most of the blame land here if i may brianna i'm going to take this one so mm -hmm. at the end of the day the buck stops with the president right but having said that, who was the coronavirus White House task force lead and who was the shadow governor? It was Mike Pence and it was Jared Kushner that was pushing for all the contracts and all the activities that related to the financial transactions of implementing the purchase and procurement of masks, the face toilets, PCR tests known as the nose rapes, right? And then the medical rapes. And then ultimately later on the jabs. But then when the mandate went into place, it was essentially... They were forcing compliance so that they could get everybody in compliance. And if you weren't, they were able to identify us and then weaponize against us. Well, guess what? It's 2024. It's boomerang time. Brianna, how many other 
military members had a similar experience to what you had to go through. Yeah, so that's why I started the group, Involuntary Veterans. I wanted to find other members just like me. Um, and there are thousands and thousands of us. I mean, the minimum, we say 8,500 because that has, is the number that's been published. But they stopped publishing those numbers early 2022. And I was kicked out July 2022. So I know that there are tens of thousands of us that were active duty. And then we have the 80,000 reserves, National Guard. We have people that were put in situations where they had no other decisions. All of their career benefits were taken away from them. There was no reason to stay. I mean, most members, I was even told, hey, you can voluntarily separate. Otherwise, you'll get a dishonorable discharge. If you get a dishonorable, you're a criminal in the civ civilian world. I'll also uh, tell you this other little ditty that um, you won't hear anywhere else but right here. Uh, including a bunch of video clips. That's all coming up, ladies and gentlemen, right here on the InfoWars War Room. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And it's your support there that keeps us on the air. I told you, I teased this last week. The new product is live now at InfoWarsStore.com. Guys, let's go ahead and put it up on the screen. There it is behind me. And that would be Dr. Jones' Next Level Foundational Energy. It's at an introductory rate of 30% off. Introducing Next Level Foundational Energy from Dr. Jones Naturals, a cutting-edge dietary supplement designed to elevate your energy levels and support your overall well-being. Unleash the power of L-methylfolate and a potent B vitamin complex to give your body the essential nutrients it needs for optimal performance. Well, I look forward to giving you a personal review of this product, as I can of so many products at InfoWarsStore.com, because after all, I'm a product of the products at InfoWarsStore.com. A lot of people have health in their mind when it comes to their New Year's resolutions, so we hope we can help you with that, with all the great supplements at InfoWarsStore.com, like no better way to start your day than with Vitamin Mineral Fusion from InfoWarsStore.com. Why do I start every day with a vitamin mineral fusion? Because you get more than 100% your daily value. Vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, vitamin D, and so much more is all loaded into one scoop. And it tastes great. You want to really amplify the taste? Mix it with juice. That's what I like to do every morning. And then I chase down all my InfoWars supplements. It's your support at InfoWarsStore.com that keeps us on the air. It's very important that we stay on the air so we can have very powerful, important hours of news broadcasting like we just did here on the InfoWars War Room. So InfoWarsStore.com is the way to do that. And we thank you for your continued support. By the way, big sales happening right now over there at InfoWarsStore.com, so take advantage. All right, let's start going to some of these video clips. My goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got some bad news. Ooh, ooh, even just putting it on the screen made my stomach drop. We're out of vitamin mineral fusion. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad I stocked up right before New Year, too. But folks, understand these products sell out fast. Vitamin mineral fusion sold out, so... Unfortunately, uh, empty plug there. Hopefully when it comes back in stock. But that, be careful. These products sell out fast. So take advantage while they're in stock. All right. Apologize for any... Uh, didn't mean to head fake you there. All right. Let's go to some of these video clips. Uh, so we talked about Chip Roy 
and he's uh, he's sick and damn tired of people talking about doing something about the border and then doing nothing about the border. He uh, pretty much said so much in his hit on Fox News last night. It'll be great for them to hear from the ranchers, from the sheriffs, from the local law enforcement, from the Border Patrol that I talk to on a daily and weekly basis. It'd be great for them to learn. But I'm not going to go down and stare at these people that I've been talking to for now four, four and a half years as a member of Congress, almost five years, and, and not deliver. And at this point right now, Republicans have an obligation to deliver. We delivered no. last spring when we came together and we passed H.R. 2 which most people who are object, objective about it would tell you would actually solve the problem and actually do what needs to be done to honor our laws and secure the border. But now we need to deliver. And, and I got to be honest, I was on a phone call this morning with sheriffs and Border Patrol coalition folks and ranchers this morning. And they said to me, Congressman Roy, you know, we've got to shut down the border or yes, you should shut down the government. That's the way yep. people feel about it. They're, they're past uh, being able to accept what's happening to our country. It's insane. And, but, but it's not even that – I mean, I, I'd like to shut down the government, but that's a different story. But, but it's not even necessarily, oh, we have to shut down the government. It's that we don't even have a border. And the one power, the one tool that the House Republicans have, it's the only leverage that, that the Republicans really have over anything right now is the House, and that's the power of the purse. They can shut it all down tomorrow. Mike Lee. I will not vote to fund the government until our border is secure. Please share and like if you agree. And then ask your senators and representatives to make the same commitment. And you can find out more. Immigration Accountability Project Border Pledge. IAProject.org. IAProject.org. Tell me why. Tell me why. Not every Republican member of Congress has signed this pledge and made a similar promise. Tell me why. Tell me why. Why hasn't Mike Johnson, why hasn't Mitch McConnell, why isn't, I mean, it's just like, what in the hell is wrong with them? Clearly, this is the number one issue for their voters. Nearly every poll, nearly every poll, it's either economy or border. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When it comes to top issues for 2024, economy or border, and the Republicans are basically MIA on both of those. I mean, they're MIA on everything. Matt Gates shared 
a video of the wide open border and he said, I'm currently in Eagle Pass, Texas, witnessing the intentional destruction of our southern border by the Biden administration. This video was sent to me by a Texas official. It shows how illegal aliens are being encouraged to invade our country while the fencing put up by Texas is cut open by the Border Patrol. And we've seen that, of course. And that's a direct order of the Biden administration. Direct order. Tear down the walls. Tear down the barricades. Help get them into the country. Under the corrupt orders of Secretary Mayorkas and Joe Biden, we will never see our border protected. But if this border is not shut down, then we must shut down the government. Bingo! Not a single dime to anybody in the government until they secure our border. But it'll never happen because the current Republican Party is weak and inept and pathetic. And I don't know if it's wholly corrupted or majority corrupted or enough corrupted that they can't do anything or just that pathetic. By the way, here's Mayorkas. Listen to this astounding statement. This is hilarious in clip eight. Border Patrol in the month of December processed more migrants entering the United States illegally than any month in the history of that agency. But it's Why is that happening? What, how do you explain it? So we are seeing the greatest number of displaced people, not only at our southern border, not only in the Western Hemisphere, but across the globe. You know, I am involved in bilateral and That's just a lie. What other country is taking these on? My counterparts from foreign countries in Europe, uh, in Asia, in the Indo-Pacific, all over the world. They're not taking illegal immigrants. The challenge of displaced people is a subject that comes up in every single conversation. We have the effects of climate change, poverty, climate change. He says climate change. It's just ludicrous. No, it's the free handouts. It's the agenda. That's what it is. But Jorge Ventura points out, and, 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 and we covered the videos. They were happening all last month, all December, and Eagle Pass, tens of thousands of illegal immigrants coming in, just massive, massive, like multiple football field-sized encampments. And then as soon as the Republicans showed up, all gone. All gone. Jorge Ventura reports, over 50 GOP lawmakers will be visiting the border today in Eagle Pass, including House Speaker Mike Johnson. Check out the scene today. A complete 180 from a couple of weeks ago when thousands of migrants awaited to be processed today. Not a single one is here. And, and, and we've called out this whack-a-mole game they play before. We shot multiple reports on it when we were in El Paso last year. This is what they do. It's a whack-a-mole. They flood one zone with illegal immigrants, and then when the media catches on and the Republicans catch on, they shut that zone down, and then they move them to the next zone. And they've got about they've got about six to ten different zones they'll flood. In the Rio Grande Valley, there's a couple, McAllen, Brownsville, Eagle Pass, El Paso, and they just, and they just oh, oh, they're all in El Paso. Media rushes over there, Republicans set up a press conference, and then they say, okay, shut down El Paso, move them to Rio Grande Valley. And they say, oh, they're in the Rio Grande Valley. And then everybody goes over there, and they say, okay, bring them to Brownsville. That's how corrupt it is. That's how controlled it is. <laughs> And then there's Green Jean Pierre. Listen to this in clip nine. It's just unreal. It's just unreal. Can you believe 
Does she believe anything she says? Again, the border is secure. There is no illegal immigration. But the illegal immigration is caused by climate change. But, but Jean Pierre says they're doing everything. Here she is. We need to do that. We need to continue to work together on border security, right? The president, first day in his administration, in a couple of weeks, we're going to hit three years since the president's been in administration. The first thing that he put forward was a comprehensive immigration law. And that's what he put forward to, to Congress. And that's because he believed that our system was broken and that it had been broken for decades and wanted to take that seriously. But we need, we need Republicans in Congress to work with us on that. We appreciate the negotiations that are currently happening in the Senate. It's headed in the, the right direction. We want to come up with a bipartisan agreement, but we saw what the House passed uh, ending ending of last year. They wanted to take away law enforcement folks uh, who are at the border trying to uh, protect our protect our border. And so that's not what we want to see. We want to f- figure out how we work together. I just talked about the unity agenda. There's a lot of ways that we can work with Congress instead of them going after the president's family. They should really, truly, truly focus on the American family. Oh. So much gaslighting there. I, I have to. I have to take a deep breath because I don't want to yell at you here today. But I mean, that is just next level garbage. That is just incredible. See the games they play. See the games they play. We're working with Congress. To secure the border, but they need to work with us. What is she talking about? They hold the country hostage. Which really, the country wouldn't even care. We don't care. Defund the government. Shut the government down. We don't give a damn. That, that, that's all congressional bullcrap. That's just hot, this, this hot potato narrative they pass around. It's like, oh, we won't be able to fund the government. Oh, we'll have to shut down all these things. Good. When can you start? How about right now? So they say, oh, see, you can't get military funding. You can't get funding for this. You can't get funding for that. You can't get funding for these programs and that program and this. If you just, if you don't cooperate with us at the border. And then, and then she says, that's like if you have a kid, you say, well, you're not going to have dinner till you get your, till you get your chores done. And then it's dinner time and there's no dinner on the plate. And then she says, oh, 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 and then, and then she says that the Border Patrol, the Republicans are trying to stop the Border Patrol from, from securing the border and doing their job. The Biden administration told the Border Patrol to let them in, take down the walls, and cut the barricades. And, and the media is so inept and incompetent, they don't challenge her on any of this. All right, we've got one of the crew standing at the mic. Uh, Rob here has something to say on this. Go ahead. Yo, man, you talk about cooperation. And what's frustrating is that we were out there years ago. We did all of this. We've seen the same videos that they're putting out, especially Fox. I can probably put a side-by-side image, and they're the exact same thing we did years ago. But guess what? They're not behind the, li- they're not behind the fence. They're not behind the lines. How are they getting into these private airports on these private properties to film all these great shots all of a sudden? Why? Because they're part of the problem. They're part of the whole situation. That's one of the reasons why all of our material gets suppressed, because we're not part of their system. And you're putting out some of these older videos right now at InfoWars Rob. You can go find some of the videos that he shot himself when we were down at the border. 
And, you know, we could just, I mean, we just upload them now. People just assume it's the same story from today because it looks the exact same. It's the exact same story. Like uh, we were behind the scenes filming the private jets at the airport. Of course, we were still banned on X or then Twitter, so they couldn't go viral. But, I mean, it's just... (sighs) It's the same system. It's the same thing they've been doing for years, and they're acting like it's new now because other people are allowed to talk about it. It's just frustrating, man. And you talk about this is the level of corruption and the cooperation. It is the mainstream media that is doing. They're they're complicit in all of this. Every single every single day, there's thousands and thousands coming over. Now it's just an issue. All of a sudden, you know, and the fact that they want to clear the line, the lines out, the lines out for for the GOP when they're showing up. Part of their playbook. They always do that. This is the same the same playbook that they use every yeah, I, time. Yeah, I mean, maybe we time. could go find the reports. I mean, I remember shooting the reports where we said they play whack-a-mole as soon as the media finds out where they are, and they just move them to the next uh, yeah. uh, zone. Absolutely. We like, could probably try to find that through the hundreds of videos yeah. that we shot. So the debt just went from $33 trillion to $34 trillion in the last year. Went from $33 trillion to $34 trillion. So what does Joe Biden say in, in response to this? He, he tells you the opposite. So the debt went up a trillion dollars. So what does Joe Biden say? He says it went down a trillion dollars. The complete reverse reality. Here's a compilation of Joe Biden. Reverse reality saying the debt went down a trillion when it actually went up a trillion in clip 11. I cut the national debt by $1 trillion, $700 billion. We literally cut the federal debt in half by $1.4 trillion. $1 trillion, $700 billion. $1 trillion, $700 billion cut. We cut the debt by $1.7 billion in the last two years. Let me say that again. $1.7 trillion. I reduced the budget by $1.7 billion. We cut the federal debt in half. Fact. In the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. $1.7 billion. $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion. $1.7 trillion. $7 billion. $1.7 billion. trillion. He doesn't even know. $1.7 billion. Why does he always do the whisper and the lean in? Trillion. Trillion dollars. Trillion, trillion, billion, 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 trillion. A trillion, billion, trillion. Seven trillion dollars. Hear me? No one's ever reduced the debt that much. <laughs> yeah, it went up that much, you jackass. You know, there's a thing in poker called a tell. And that's when some sort of a body language means you're bluffing or you've got a good hand. It's called a tell. You've heard of a poker face. Joe Biden has no poker face and his tells are obvious. When Joe Biden is telling a blatant lie that everybody knows is complete malarkey, he whispers and does the lean in. Watch. You can just put the we don't even need the we don't even need the audio here. Every time he tells you the debt went down a trillion when it went up a trillion, what does he do? He leans in and he starts to whisper. That's his tell that he's completely lying. Now he's got plenty of other tells like, I ain't kidding. And such things. But let's move on. Now listen to Cream Jean Pierre trying to talk her way out of this. Because again, it's just... it's just, it, Folks, numbers are numbers. The debt went up a trillion dollars. 
It's all data. It, it, I mean, it's, it's the end of the year. The numbers are out. The debt went up a trillion dollars. Joe Biden lies about it. And so the media is asking Karine Jean-Pierre about it. Her job is to lie for the Biden administration. Listen to her try to explain her way out of this one in clip 14. Reaction to the new data out of Treasury that the national debt has hit a record $34 trillion. So, yeah, um, if you look at uh, if you look at that data, uh, it's a trickle. There's a trickle down debt. If you think about it, uh, Republican tax cuts are responsible about 90 percent of it, uh, of the increase in the debt as a share of the economy over the last two decades, uh, excluding emergency spending. And so, as we know, you've heard me say this, you've heard the president speak to this of what he has done to certainly lower uh, lower the debt. He signed a legislation to lower the deficit by $1 trillion, right? When you think about the Inf- Inflation Reduction Act, that's going to lower prescription uh, drug costs and cracking down on the wealth uh, on the wealth tax uh, cheats that we've seen. And then his agenda would cut the deficit another $2.5 trillion by making the wealthy pay their fair share. So that is what the president has done. What we've seen on the other side is the complete opposite. Uh, what they've tried to do is continue to give a tax break to the millionaires and the billionaires and that what they have actually uh, put forward would add uh, more than $3 trillion uh, to the debt. So that's what uh, that data shows us. And that's what we have done to try to make sure the president has been very, very deliberate about it, make sure that we do everything we can uh, to uh, certainly deal with, with Trickle down economics causes the debt? I mean, folks, she's going into levels of nonsense that even Kamala Harris couldn't dream of. That's a new one. Trickle down debt. <laughs> Trickle down debt. <laughs> Trickle down debt. She's figured it out. Oh, yeah. The uh, Treasury released their numbers. The debt went up a trillion dollars, but Joe Biden says it went down. How do you explain that? Well, these are trickle down debts. Trickle down debts and, and trickle down climate change and trickle down illegal immigration. It's all just trickle down. It's just trickle down. We have nothing to do with that. It's just trickle down. It just trickles down. There's nothing we can do. It's trickling down. Haven't you heard this? We've made it up for years, the trickle-down theory. Oh, what an unbelievable liar. <laughs> trickle-down debt. I mean, what, is, what are they going to come up with next? What are they going to come up with? What an absolute embarrassment. What an absolute clown show. Crean Jean-Pierre then blames it on Republicans in clip 15. Federal debt, I want to ask you about. So I heard you blame the Republicans for the federal debt, but President Biden has been in office for 35 months, and uh, over the past three months, the U.S. has added $10 billion per day to the federal debt. So, and that's not turning around. So, so is there a discussion here about cutting spending then? Republican tax cuts are, are responsible for 90%. 90% of the increase. 90%. That is something that Republicans are responsible for. What the president has done, what the president has done, and you've heard us talk about it. I just talked about this. He's put forth legislation like lowering the deficit. Uh, uh, by $1 trillion. And that's part of the lowering prescription uh, drug costs and cracking down on, on the wealthy uh, tax chief. That's what he's done. You know, $1.5 trillion, uh, again, another way to l- lower the deficit. Uh, and that is through wasteful spending on special interests like Big Pharma. The president beat Big Pharma. That's what he was able to do last year because of the policies that he has put forth. 
And get her off the screen. Yeah, you know what? The GOP. Get her off the screen. So big pharmaceutical companies have record profit the first year of Joe Biden's presidency. Record profit because of his vaccine mandates. And she says he beat Big Pharma. Joe Biden says, we've cut into the debt. It goes up a trillion dollars. And then she says, the debt went up because of Republicans' tax cuts. I mean, folks, it's just unreal that they're able to get away with this nonsense. The border is secure, but it's record entries. Well, that's because of climate change. But you just said it was secure, but now you're saying there's record illegals because of climate change. So which one is it? Doesn't matter. No, they just sit there and lie. All right. It's so frustrating. You can barely even you can barely even think when you get gaslit like that. You can barely even think, you can barely even talk. My goodness. Still so much news to cover here. Missouri governor bans Chinese and Russian companies from buying land near military sites. Uh, Why isn't that happening in every state? Why is it just a Republican governor in Missouri doing that? That should be a concern in every state, especially considering the geopolitical tension right now since Joe Biden took office. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton home targeted in false swatting incidents. So this continues to happen to Republicans and conservatives and Republicans and conservatives only. It's a hate crime being done to conservatives and Republicans, but the FBI won't say anything about that. There's there's the Jim Cramer. There's the Jim Cramer prediction, and then there's Bitcoin immediately tanking right after. You've got to wonder. I mean, this is almost it's almost too strict of a pattern to believe it's organic at this point. Kramer says, pick this stock. It's going to do well. It tanks. Kramer says, don't pick this stock. It's going to tank. It soars. So, like, is there some game being played here? It's almost impossible possible to believe that there's not something going on there. And then, by the way, it was all over the news last night. All the members of Congress that continue to beat the stock market for huge dividends It's amazing, isn't it? And Pelosi, always one of them, too. Tucker Carlson, by the way, had a great interview with the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, and he basically explained how they beat the market, rigged the market, and how it's impossible for it to be natural or organic. But uh, nobody does anything about it. I guess they're all in on it. All right. uh, Looking at some other stuff here. Mm -mm -mm. Roger Simon talks about the mass exodus from blue states to red states. Oh, really? People are leaving blue states as quick as they possibly can? I wonder why. But but Democrats are so much better at running the country and, you know, the diversity and the equity and everything like that. And Oh, you mean you don't like poverty and degradation and, and crime and all that? And failing infrastructure and bad leadership and illegal immigrants taking over? Hmm. Hmm. By the way, (laughs) by the way, okay, so Harvard's president was forced to resign. This story gets weirder and weirder, to be quite frank with you. But she's going to keep her salary. Harvard's Claudine Gay set to keep nearly... 
$900,000 annual salary despite resigning as university president. I mean, that tells you everything. There was clearly a deal. She was forced to resign. And this narrative that she was forced to resign because of the plagiarism, I don't believe it. She was forced to resign because she took an anti-Israel stance. And that's what I think. And people keep saying it's the plagiarism thing. They knew about the plagiarism thing. The plagiarism thing had been in the news. You can't get rid of a black, gay individual like that. There's only one way they can fail. And she went that way. But don't worry, they got a new president. But they're going to continue to pay her nearly a million dollars a year, I guess. Good for her. Harvard's interim president, Alan Garber. He'll suit the role just fine, and he'll make sure that anybody who was upset at her anti-Israel stance, which caused millions of dollars to stop coming into the university, uh, that will not be a problem going forward. They'll make sure of that. Meanwhile, Hezbollah head Val's group will not be silent after Israeli killing of Hamas deputy chief and uh, others in some of the collateral damage there. Nezrullah says, not afraid of war after Beirut attack. Now look, in, in, in past, it hasn't gone beyond just the region, but you, you get the feeling with the increased t- tensions in Ukraine and Russia and Iran and just this really lack of any human touch or feel to what's going on in the Gaza Strip it it just feels like it might not it might not stay in that region it really just it really just feels like it could get worse i hope not because uh you don't want to see iran get involved in a larger situation there bernie sanders who's always kind of been a self-hating jew you might say let me be clear No more U.S. funding for Netanyahu's illegal, immoral, brutal, and grossly disproportionate war against the Palestinian people. Congress must reject any effort to pass $10 billion of unconditional military aid for the right-wing Netanyahu government. Oh, is that what it is? Because he's right-wing? He had to throw that one in there. Oh, just the killing of 30,000 Palestinians is, I guess, okay, but it's the right-wing aspect of Netanyahu that's the problem. If it was a liberal bomb, it would be okay. If it was liberal Israeli mortar blowing up the Gaza Strip, it'd be fine then. Is that the deal? But here, you know, here's what's, uh, the, it's the culture that I think has been kind of shocking to many people watching this. You know, a lot of the the IDF is young people. They're forced to serve. And so we've seen some of the comments they make and, and how they feel about Palestinians. And it's ugh, it's very uncouth. I mean, you want to talk about racism. But And then it's videos like this where the IDF just blew up an entire residential block in Gaza. And they shoot promotional videos for social media where a guy's just sitting there smoking a cigarette. And uh, it's just, oh, yeah, it's cool. We're just blowing up entire neighborhoods, and we're doing videos for social media. Isn't that cool? And that's because it's just like a bully who picks on a smaller kid. 
And so it's like a bully that picks on a smaller kid and can hold his head underwater or rub his face in the dirt and, and smile and laugh because the smaller kid can't do anything. So it's like, yeah, we blow them all up. So what? They're not going to do anything about it. But it looks like Iran is kind of getting sick of it, too. It's really a shame because we really shouldn't have anything to do with this, quite frankly. The United States should not have anything to do with this. Let them figure out their thousand-year-old holy war by themselves. If they can't figure out how to have peace and stop killing one another and hating one another, it shouldn't be our problem. It shouldn't be our treasure. It shouldn't be our blood. But the worse it gets, the more likely that it will be. And, of course, now it's on our streets, too. Now it's on our streets, which is, which is the saddest part of it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, in Germany... You have massive farmers' protests going on because the German government is trying to shut the German farmers down because of climate change. You know, uh, stop food production because uh, climate change is killing the planet. But, you know, you starving to death because the farms are shut down, that's, I guess, the good, the good thing. Guys, roll some of the B-roll here. We've got clip 17. We've got clip 16. Uh, so huge thousands of German farmers are taking place in a protest. The farmers' unions and activists to demonstrate nationwide January 8th through 15th in a week of action to go against the notion that farms need to be shut down and the equipment and cars and everything need to be shut down for to stop man-made climate change. So these are massive protests happening. They're going to be going on all week, and they've already begun, and... Yeah, because man-made climate change is killing the planet. But starving the planet by shutting off the food supply, I guess that's a good thing. Or they'll just have you eating fake meat. 